Arby's. Fuck them. LIW, The Walking Dead, and Fear the Walking Dead review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW, The Walking Dead review, episode 101. That's 101, if you need that said. Today's episode is Fear the Walking Dead 316, 316, if you need it said. Sleigh Ride. It's, uh, I, I don't get the name. It's just because they're having, like, uh, Christmas dreams, I guess. I guess that's why they're calling it that. It's just a... Uh, it's a stretch, but here we go. Um, this is a, a, the second half of a two-part episode. This time I knew it was a two-part episode before I watched it, though, because the first time they did that with a, what the fuck it was, like 307, 308, whatever the hell it was, threw me off, and I didn't realize it was a double. I, I got a pleasant surprise that it was a double after I watched it, and I thought they just had a really long episode followed by another one, and I was like, oh, God, this is so much to watch just for, you know, to review, to, for the review show. Not so much that I didn't want to watch it, but that I had to watch it. Like, I wanted to do my shows back-to-back, and now I have to watch all this before I can do it. Anyway, got lucky. Anyway, this time I knew it, um, so I knew that going into it. So it was a little uh, little better mood, plus the episodes are way better. Anyway, uh, uh, last time last we left off, Proctor's heading to the dam. They show up. He shows up with Alicia in the rafts. I guess they're best buds now. They're, they arrive there. This, Victor shows up. And they're mad at him because of all the dead soldiers and then the, the, the water that they want to drink when they take over the dam. They're like, there's dead bodies just floating in the water. How am I supposed to drink this? Uh, I like the the actor that plays uh, the the proctor. He's got this like weird, soft spoken voice, but still menacing. It's it's a strange strange mix. So Nick threatens. He, he's talking to Madison. Nick and Madison are talking in that room that Victor left him in the last episode, where he told her not to butt rape him, and. Uh, Nick's just kind of like calling out on a shit like I, like they always do, and I love it. I love when they call Madison out on her stupid, insane bullshit, especially when it involves her murdering people randomly. Which in the last episode, she just murdered the shit out of Troy with a rock hammer, like a, like an aggressive time. Or Andy Dufresne, I almost said Tommy Dufresne. What the fuck, Andy Dufresne just like fucking murders the shit out of his head, and then and then they're just like, yeah, let's hang out here in this room together. And he's just like, would you kill me if you had to? And she's like, no, I can kill you. He's like, you might have to. And he's doing this weird, like, threat. And, like, uh, it's almost like a reality check. Like, do you realize what you're becoming? Like, she's ended up she's ended up becoming the villain I thought Chris was going to be. Do you remember Chris? That seems so long ago. Chris, the psychopath son of Travis, who also seems like a long time ago. But he thought he was becoming this villain, and I was really excited for it. And then they just fucking kill him off screen. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like... I like that stuff. It, it's uh, I was still let down that I didn't really get to see his rise and his his actually become a villain. But I liked that they they were ballsy enough to kill him off screen at the same time. So I was like, oh, it's okay, okay. We're going down this avenue, and by this avenue, I mean this dead end. Okay, well, I guess I'll backtrack and make my way down another alleyway. All right, we're doing this. We're sticking with it. He's not going to come back from the dead, I don't think, unless it was that the character made up a lie, which is possible. It could happen. I hope there's a spin-off series with him in it. <laughs> That'd be fun. And they meet up together and he, he kills everybody in the show. That'd be awesome. Anyway, uh, what am I talking about? Uh, Daniel, uh, Lola is taking Daniel around, trying to hide him from the, because there's chaos erupting because of the, the basically the proctors all showed up. I don't know what to call them. The proctors, the, the fucking, 
oh, narcos, whatever the hell they're called, they all showed up and started, there was like this war going on outside for the dam. The war for the dam. Sounds like a, a, a gripping movie. Especially if you say damned, the war for the damned. Um, there's going to be monkeys fighting in that one. It's going to be, it's going to be epic and I'll never watch it. Anyway, so where the fuck am I? I, I, even, I can't even stay focused on this episode. Jesus Christ. The, my point is Lola is dragging Daniel around. She somehow gets him down an, a long a ladder, even though he weighs twice as much as she does, and he's got to hold his cheek. I couldn't figure out how the fuck he got down there. I, I don't know, but whatever. They're down there. They uh, We see Proctor and Alicia. They're talking about like how Madison, part of the deal with Victor was that Madison would be allowed to live. And then he's like, well, that deal with Victor's over because, you know, all these people got killed, so I'm not going to do that anymore. And uh, I'm not going to do that anymore. He talks like this, and he looks like he looks like everyone in Aerosmith uh, combined in the one man. He just has, like, the weird, long, kind of, like, blonde, kind of dark hair. And he's got, like, the, he looks underweight, but he looks like he's uh, e- immortal at the same time. He looks like he's, he's, like, some sort of ancient wizard underneath the biker clothing that he's wearing. Like, I'm pretty sure he's a time traveler of some sorts. He just, he seriously looks like everyone in Aerosmith if you were to combine them all in Photoshop and just pooped out someone from Sons of Anarchy. And, that, and that's what it would be. Anyway, uh, I, don't know, I don't know why you have to poop him out. But part of his deal is it's a very strange request. He's like, I'll let her live if you go to Houston with me. And I'm like, that's, that's weird. That's a weird request. I, Houston? What the fuck? Why? It's <laughs> such a random place. Like, uh, he makes it sound like a, a vacation getaway. Like, I'll go if you get, I'll, I'll let her live if you take, if you, if, I, if you let me take you to glorious Houston and all of its majestic views. And it's just strange because right now, you know, it's, it's partially underwater. I don't know if it still is, but it was. And it's, uh, it's a weird thing. It never happened in this world. I, well, obviously it did. So they don't know that in this world. So, I, I mean, I guess. Uh, the time frame is kind of throwing me off because I assume this is like the episode that just debuted was technically set in like 2010, 2011, because that's when The Walking Dead started. And that was kind of, and this is the beginning of the zombie apocalypse. So is it 2010 in this show? I, I don't know. They don't really say. So I have to assume it was. So they get a while. They can be in Houston a while before the hurricane hits. All right. I'll, I'll let them go. Either way, not a romantic city to go away with. I think he wants to fuck her. I, I, he doesn't really say. He doesn't, he also might fuck her or kill her. Or, you know, both are in that order or the reverse order. I don't know. I don't know this guy's, you know, what Aerosmith is, is uh, you know, what he's willing to do. I'm just going to flat out call him Aerosmith now. So uh, so if I say Aerosmith now, you know who I'm referring to. Anyway, it feels like they're <clears throat> they're setting up this whole episode for Madison to die. I was like, oh, God, they're going to kill her. And I'm kind of going to be like, yes, she's gone. But I, again, I, I like the actress. I just don't like the writing for her. She has nothing to do. And when she does stuff, it's too much. So I'm like, I could just go without her at this point. But I'm like, who's going to lead this show then? <laughs> it's going to be weird. Because, you know, the kids are still there, but the kids can't focus on themselves. Like, they can't focus on a goddamn thing. Her kids are constantly leaving and doing random shit. Um, like going to a fucking woods in the Northeast, or the Pacific Northwest, or that's what it was, right? And then uh, Nick's, like, doing his own fucking drug-slash-zombie blood face thing and uh, collecting heads, and what the fuck else is he doing? So there, who, who the fuck's going to lead the show that has any sort of drive to him? Madison is just 
She has drive, but it's all in the stupid direction. Like I said, she's a brick wall on legs. So it's, I don't know what the fuck she's going to do. She's just there to experience the rest of the characters, for them to bounce things off and to call her stupid, which I'm fine with at this point. Um, but I, I feel like they keep showing like these these dream sequences she has with, with Christmas dinner. And I'm like, I really feel like they're setting up that they're going to murder this bitch at the end of the episode. So we'll see how this goes, because I really, I really wasn't sure. Because why wouldn't they? I don't see a reason why they would need to keep her alive, other than the fact she's top build, which would be very interesting to see in a show with an actress who doesn't want out of the show to just kill her off. That'd be weird. A top build one? That's like Andrew Lincoln in The Walking Dead is going to be around for a while if he wants to be. The only way he would get out of it or be killed off is if the show was ending or if he wanted off the show. Those are the only two ways. That That's really it. And if one of those two, two things had, does happen, he is going to die, 100%. It'd be weird. To, it'd be amazing to kill off an actress who's top billed because you, you wanted to. The writers, the producers wanted to because that fits the storyline. It'd be so unusual. I, I, you rarely see the main character die. Like, the main character dies in the last episode of shows. Like, I don't want to give any spoilers. I'm one of those, I'm one of those spoiler guys. I, I try to keep pretty cool, especially for TV series because you, you don't want to find out six seasons before you get there, you know, who dies. But uh, I think we all know who I'm talking about, right, guys? <laughs> that one character in that show that everyone likes that uh, does not survive the series. You know what I'm talking about. Come on. Anyway, uh, Lola goes to find Efren, and uh, who I thought was dead a long goddamn, t- long goddamn time ago, like in episode three of this season. And I keep having to be reminded whenever I see him, I'm like, oh, yeah, that guy's alive. Because I could have sworn Daniel traded in for the, for the well. To get him killed. I, I guess I misunderstood that whole fucking scene that they did. Anyway, she goes up there. He's dead. And I'm like, okay, well, he's back to where I thought he was. But then I feel like in three episodes, I'm going to see him alive again next season. And it'll be like, wait, I thought he died. And like, it just keeps bringing him back. Like, he's a zombie, but he's alive. He's like this weird magical powers. Maybe he learned them from the Aerosmith guy. And he's kind of a time traveler. I don't know what the hell's going on. He's got junky powers like he did in Blood and Blood Out. I feel like he's just going to keep coming back. And I'm going to keep re- like repeatedly being like, wait, aren't you dead? Aren't you, aren't you a dead person? I guess not. Maybe I misunderstood that scene where he had a bullet in his fucking forehead and he was laying there not moving or breathing. Maybe I misunderstood that. Like, maybe memory's a tricky thing. You can't always rely on it in court. Ask any lawyer, you know, that sort of thing. I feel like I'm going to lose my goddamn mind if they do it. If they do it, they're just fucking with me and they're listening to this show at this point. I'm going to lose my fucking mind. Anyway, uh, he, he's dead, so who, uh, moving on. Uh, Proctor, he, uh, what the fuck? Uh, Oh, he finds uh, Madison and all them. They they all get together. He's questioning everybody, and he's just, like, walking around. And he's just, like, looking at him. He's asking him questions, like, you know, is this your mom? I guess this is your brother, huh? And he's just, like, you know, being intimidating. He's kind of like a, a Negan guy, I guess. I guess is a, a good comparison. He's not like the uh, the governor at all. He, he's more of a upfront bad guy. He's not trying to be a, a pretend good guy. He's just, uh, he, lo- he looks like he's straight from Sons of Anarchy, like, Fucking Steven Tyler and Sons of Anarchy. Just picture that if you haven't watched the show. If you haven't watched the show, why are you listening to this? That's, that's weird. That's a weird thing to do. You, have, you live a weird life. Uh, but I was thinking during the scene when he's walking around, he's like, this is your mom. Alicia, this is your mom, Madison. Okay. And this is your brother. Okay. And I'm like, this family, this family cannot stay apart for shit. They have separated on purpose so many goddamn times, and they just keep coming back. They're fucking yo-yos for this bitch, for Madison. They, I keep calling her bitch, and I don't know why. It's just fun. I'm not a guy who calls women bitch any time other than this. It's very weird for me, but I, I love it. Uh, but they keep coming back to her. She's got, like, this stupid, this asshole magnet on her, and she just, like, 
can't they can't get away from her. They just have to keep going back. She just keeps pulling them right back in, like the Godfather. Just they can't escape her. She won't let them leave. Uh, it's like really because in the last episode, two episodes ago, they're like goodbye, mother. I'm not coming back. And then immediately back to this bitch. And they're just like, hey, Madison. They don't even refer to her as as mom anymore. They just refer to her straight up as Madison. I feel like they just lost all respect for her. And Alicia doesn't even know about the fucking rock hammer to Troy's skull anymore. Or yet. Not anymore. Just She doesn't know that happened. So she would really love that. Um, they, let's see, uh, the Proctor, Aerosmith guy, decides he's going to kill him. But he's going to bring him out to the dam to do it. Because... Just because. Because it's more dramatic because it gives our characters time to escape. And that's not me spoiling later on because I knew that was going to happen when it happened. And I was like, if they're going to bring him out there, like, it's 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 just to extend things and for things to be able to happen out in the open because you you can't see things out in the elements. Some shit's going to go down off screen. You know what's going to happen. You've seen any scene where they're going to kill all the main characters at once, shit happens. In The Walking Dead, the last episode, the last season, the uh, they're about to fucking, he's about to club in uh, Carl's head and then all of a sudden he gets uh, the guy behind him gets attacked by a tiger and, and Negan does the funniest goddamn face in the world and, and runs off and then uh, there's a very confusing battle scene that happens when it looks like our characters are fighting nobody I couldn't figure out what the fuck is going on in that scene it was so poorly shot anyway um, well it was it was great the way they shot it they just didn't shoot any of the reaction shots of the people who are fleeing from them that they're shooting at because it looks like they're shooting at nobody the whole scene go back and rewatch it i couldn't i was like who are they shooting at there's nobody there they don't ever see anybody shooting back at a certain point when you see the last person climb over the wall there after that you don't see anybody and they just like keep shooting they're like we gotta keep going keep pushing i'm like they're they're already gone (laughs) like there's nobody left what the fuck are you shooting at anyway uh, where the fuck am I? Uh, they bring him out to the dams. They, they let him know they're going to say their goodbyes. Victor and Nick hug. Um, and then the, Victor pulls out the C4, the detonator. And he's like, ah. And, and they can't find it on his, in his person. And then Nick pulls it out because he took it off him when he was, he's got those junky powers, you know, those junky street urchin powers. And he pulls out the, C, the C4 detonator and he's just like, eh, eh, eh. And he flips one. And he's like, what's this do? What's this do? Oh, and he flips the other one up and he, and he, he just holds his thumb over the last trigger. And then uh, we see some more of that Madison Christmas bullshit. And then it's like uh, everybody from the show. Or, and there's like all these main characters, like the the, the following kid, um, who's Jake, I think his name was. I'm already forgetting it. And I never really knew it. Uh, Daniel's there. Victor's there. Sins of Anarchy there. I forget the fuck his name is. The following's dad. And uh, Walker's there. And I'm like, and then all of a sudden that one guy from the camp, from the, yeah, from the ranch, that the big tall dude with the beard who got eaten, and when the chaos broke loose, and I was like, "Who the fuck is that guy?" And Alicia does that like long goodbye look to him, and I was like, "Who is that guy?" And like I seen him, but I, he didn't really get any dialogue. Really, he had a couple couple shots, but that's it. And he's at the goddamn dinner, and I'm like, "Why are you here? You're not important in any way." I'm like, "Where the fuck is Travis? Bring Travis in here." And then uh, they all start, like, slaughtering each other, and it's kind of like this weird, whimsical thing, and it was, like, brutal, and then uh, the, uh, let's see, uh, Victor just, like, gets up and walks out all, like, upset. He's like, ah, you guys suck. And just, like, leaves. I'm like, what is happening? It's, it's a dream sequence that doesn't feel like it has any message. Like, most dream sequences are kind of, like, they let the character know what they're scared of. They let the they provide clues for some goddamn reason. I never understood that in, in dream sequences why they provide clues. But this one's just like a things are happening and they don't make sense like a real dream. But I don't want to watch our characters have a real dream that that just wasted screen time at that point. Like I don't want to watch them like 
talk to someone who changes figures mid mid conversation and then they talk about like fucking artichokes for 20 minutes while a fucking pink flamingos in in the corner smoking a bowl like i don't, like random shit like truly random shit like that i don't want to see that in a in a dream sequence like i want to have some sort of meaning behind it i think it was like we're all killing each other was that it cuz i already goddamn knew that madison already goddamn knew that that provided nothing okay you're just wasting my time trying to trying to make a little clever shot in your episode and 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 don't get me wrong if it paid off i would have been all on board but it didn't so fuck it really that's all i got to say in the imdb description here excuse me um my reading voice uh it says let's see madison reckons with her past and no she goddamn doesn't she does not do that at all she had a couple dream sequences i don't know when they fucked it took place like during the reality of the timeline here during this battle, when the fuck did this take place? Like, when was she having this, uh, these, these delusions or this dream, these dreams? I have no idea. Didn't make any sense. Oh, I'm getting hot, getting red hot. Anyway, um, Madison, uh, Nick pulls out the thing. He's like, you're going to let my mom and my sister go, and Victor's going to take them, and they're all going to leave. And uh, Proctor, Aerosmith guy's like, all right, that's cool. We can do that. That's fine. Let him go. Let him go. That's fine. Now what are you going to do? And then... uh He's like, Mom, just go, just go. And Madison's like, all right, yeah, bye. And I was like, Madison, this was your one chance to redeem yourself to your family and the audience that you just murdered a person, really for no reason, who, who, was, who seemed pretty redeemable. Like, Troy seemed like he could have been brought back from where he was. I get what he did was horrible, but he could be useful in the future. And this is your one chance to be like, no, son, no, Nick, give me the detonator here. And you run off with your sister, my kids. I save my kids. And instead, this bitch goes, yeah, bye. And doesn't even like hug him or like really say goodbye in any meaningful way. She's just kind of like, see ya. And then it's like heads out. And I'm like, you goddamn bitch. She can't even, she can't even show humility for this. Like no sacrifice, no humility, no no appreciation for what Nick's doing. Nothing. She just walks away and is like, all right, let's go. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. Like she's running late for the airport. Like, like you gotta really got to hurry. All right. Yeah. All right. And then they walk away and then Victor goes with them. And then, uh, I was like, okay, she's a goddamn bitch. And then Daniel shows up and this is when he does his stairwell thing where he kills all these guys. And I'm like, this is, this is where I was. This is where I wrote this note here. I brought it up in the last episode, but this is when I realized it. I wrote, He's like what Steven Seagal thinks he is. He's this chubby older man who's constantly wearing like coats. <laughs> like he's got a gut, and he's just like really fucking slick and really smooth with his hands and guns and knives. I mean, Steven Seagal doesn't use guns at all, but it's kind of his uh, his thing. But you know what I mean. He's not any of that, and he thinks he is with with his whole heart. He like he firmly believes that he will never let it go. Anyway, he kills these guys. He comes running out. He finds, uh, they killed Lola earlier. I didn't even mention it. Who gives a shit about Lola? I Honestly, there's another character I thought might have died a few episodes ago, but she didn't. But uh, let's see. Uh, Daniel finds him, finds her with a, with a note on her chest. I don't remember what the fuck it said. I don't care. And if you look on IMDb at this episode, you'll see her dead with a note on her right there. It's just right in the front page of this episode. So don't, look at, don't ever look on IMDb on an episode before you watch it. I pull it up, but they didn't have this image loaded yet. Thank God. But it totally would ruin it. If you're a huge Lola fan, all those Lola lights out there, you would, you would uh, from Lolavania, uh, wherever the hell you guys hail from. I didn't even know her name until the episode previous to this, honestly. I had to look it up. But uh, she, she's dead, so that's a spoiler if you're, if you're into her. So it uh, sucks for you. 
But uh, Aerosmith guys yelling at Nick about uh, you know progress through violence, that whole thing. Like we are, you know, we are gonna persevere. We'll move forward by killing each other. Blah blah blah. That whole fucking thing. And I was like, this is when I was like, oh my god, the Proctor, the Aerosmith guy, has only been in two episodes so far, and already he's a better villain than the than the governor is. I like the I like the governor. I like him just fine. The actor is great. He he does a great job. I never felt the governor was threatening though in the TV show. He just was kind of there. He was a villain. I will not deny that. Obviously, he just didn't really feel like he had the full weight of the villain from the comic. The villain, he just didn't feel like a true villain to me. And then this this Proctor guy is immediately way more interesting. Just immensely more interesting. And I, I was like, oh god, I hope this guy doesn't die in this episode because I'm like really excited for what they, you know, what they're gonna do with this guy because I, I, I love the actor, I love what they're doing with him, I, I like that they didn't introduce him at all. They just had him in the episode, and he's just here. And then you know maybe they'll show where, you know how he's based and where he's coming from and what's going on there. That'll provide some insight there. And I, I just want this show to kind of have a villain for a little bit. It hasn't had a villain yet, really, other than Sons of Anarchy guy, but he wasn't a villain. He was just a racist dick. Like and that was it, and they and they fucking shot him in the head. He didn't really provide any any threat. He was just kind of like, "You can kill me. That's fine. That's not a villain. When you're villain, you can't be a villain and then have your death scene be, "You can kill me. That's fine. If that's what you want to do, I'm not going to give up. You can just shoot me right in the head." And then get shot in the head. I'm like, "That's not a villain for me. That's not at all. <clears throat> that's a suicidal old man right there. That's all that is. That's a sad drunkard, sad racist drunk guy. My my grandpa's not a villain. He's just a piece of shit." <laughs> Like, like that sort of that sort of mentality. It just doesn't make any sense. Anyway, um, like I was saying, they they start to realize that Nick can't pull the trigger because Madison, uh, Alicia, and Victor are in this little boat. They're trying to get it started. One of the boats that uh, Aerosmith arrived in, and they're trying to get it started. And they're trying to leave. They're slowly getting away, but not fast enough. And they're like, "You can't blow the dam. You have no leverage right now. So if you blow the dam, you're gonna kill them." So they start walking at him, and he's like, "All right, fuck it." And then uh. One guy starts to walk toward him, and then uh, all of a sudden he gets his fucking head blown off. And then we see Walker and his friend. Uh, they snipe this guy that looks like Carrot Top. And then uh, his fucking head blows up, like I said. And then uh, the Proctor's like, okay, okay. Uh, we got some shit going on here. All right. And then um, a bunch of shit happens. Like uh, Daniel shows up and starts shooting people. They're, they're sniping people. And then Nick's just like, you know what? Fuck it. And flips the switch anyway and blows the dam. And I, I expected a big explosion and then Nick to die. And I was like, oh, if they kill Nick, the show is pretty much over. Like, Madison is not enough to keep you watching. He is the Daryl Dixon of this show. You have to realize that. If you kill him, it is going to piss off the fans so goddamn bad, you would not recover from it. And I really believe if Negan killed Daryl, it would be fucking incredible. It really would. For me personally, I would love that. Something like that where you're like, holy shit, like they are not fucking around. They are not they're letting Negan do what he wants. That is a power move. It's not only for Negan, but for the writers, the producers, the whole AMC staff. That is amazing. So if they killed however, that would piss off most fans. Not me, but most fans. But if they killed off uh, Frank Delane's character of, of Nick. The show's pretty much over for me. I don't know how much further I would be able to watch. They would have to really, really get creative and, and do some crazy shit, some, some great writing, and some, some real character restructure here for any of the female characters because 
they can't write for females on the show for some goddamn reason. They just really can't. They don't have anything interesting to do with them. Anyway, uh, they didn't kill him yet. They blew a hole in the dam, and then the, the fucking water raft thing gets pulled into the hole in the dam. It's just you know enough to leak it, and then uh, we you know we have this weird Madison goes into the water. Uh, I, I she she's it's they keep combining like her in the water with her in the her, her in a grave. Like she she's visiting those graves in her Christmas time fantasies. She gets pulled into the grave by the Sons of Anarchy guy. And it you know tr- transitions into the flood, and then Travis pulls her out, and then uh, she gets on the side of the river there, and a, and a little Mexican girl's sitting there talking to her, and I was like, ah, she's alive, shit, 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 and that's how the season ends. We don't see what happened with Victor, we don't see what happened with Alicia, we don't really see what happened with Nick after that. Walker and his buddy just walked away, you know, fittingly with his name, they just walked away, and it's a interesting spot to stop. I have I don't have a problem with that. I, I'm. I like that. It's not the quite the high stakes mid-season or end of the season finale that uh, Walking Dead does, but it's perfectly fine. I don't know what's going to happen. We, you know what's going to happen with Nick if he's going to get captured by uh, Aerosmith. I don't know what's going to happen. I, I really don't. It's a uh, my prediction is that he will be captured by Aerosmith. Uh, maybe I don't really remember what happened. Did the, the Aerosmith run off? I don't. I don't remember. I watched this episode like two weeks ago. Anyway. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to next season. Again, I, I think this show structurally is better than The Walking Dead, but the characters are far weaker. <laughs> like, the characters in The Walking Dead are, are great. Like, I really feel for them. Like, when emotional shit happens, I feel for them. In this, in this though, keep in mind what I just said, where I said, oh, Madison got in the river, you know, got into the bank of the river talking to a little Mexican girl. Ah, she's alive. That's not, that's not a good sign for your characters. That I'm like, oh, okay, all right, well, I guess I'll watch this character some more. Your main character, I guess I'll watch her some more. All right, that's uh, not a good sign for you. It's uh, If it weren't for the strong writing of the, the, the structure of how the show works and you know the plot lines and things like that, it would be a far, far worse show because the characters are so goddamn weak. Even the interesting characters, they're making shitty. Like, Nick decided to leave. Whatever, I'm fine with that. But then the whole Victor flip-flopping. I don't know what the fuck's going on with him. Daniel's a dick half the time. Like, doesn't make any... He doesn't really have any sort of path. And it's just kind of, like, wandering half the time. And... But the the rest of the show is so good. It's really hard to describe. Anyway, um, I'm looking forward to next season. After this, I am reviewing the Behind the Dead scene or episode of... The Walking Dead, as well as the 716 episode alternate cut that came out, featuring a whole new one deleted scene. And it wasn't worth making a new cut for it. It was kind of stupid. Anyway, um, go to LAWstudios.com. Go there. Check out the shows. Rate and review on iTunes, Stitcher, Satchel, and whatever the fuck else we're on. Google, Google, mute, mute, Google Podcast. I don't know what the fuck it's called. I don't have anything Google. Whatever the hell that's called for podcasts, go there for Google and uh, Google it and then uh, be Googled and uh, Google over your belly after when you listen to me because I am sexy. Anyway, uh, yeah, go check those out. Loitering Wonderland on YouTube, Loitering in Wonderland on YouTube. Go subscribe, please, please, please. Tell your friends, please share. Lots of funny videos there. Go check them out. And um, I just released a bunch of uh, uh, my self helpless book on there. One chapter at a time. They're about two minutes each. Go check them out. It's 13 chapters. Self-helpless book at Lord Your Land on YouTube.com. 
Anyway, guys, until next time. In the meantime, I am Phoenix West. I will be Phoenix West next season, and I am uh, probably always be, you know, until I die with a gun in my mouth. Anyway, so long, citizens.